Welcome, it's indisputable. I'm your host Rashad Richard, good to be with you. We have a lot on the agenda today. Breaking down news of the day with me, none other than Senator Nina Turner, TYT contributor, former Ohio State Senator. Top story of the day, Kyle Rittenhouse, the killer, Kyle Rittenhouse, who has been given every break possibly imaginable by a lunatic judge. I have a case for it. Let me give you some background. Now, the Oscar worthy performance was this. Here it is. And there were. <laughs> there were three people right there. For a minute, sir. Um, we're going to take a break, uh, about uh, 10 minutes, and please don't talk about the case during the break. What, read, watch, or listen to any kind of trial. And five, four, three, two, action. Did you see him look at the judge? Like, damn, judge, how, when are you going to come save me? I mean, I'm putting on my best performance here. Now, Kyle Rittenhouse wants you to believe, and his defense attorneys, they want you to believe that everybody else was the boogeyman, but it was Kyle Rittenhouse who had the semi-automatic weapon. He's the scariest damn thing next to the police on those streets that night. It gets deeper. Now remember, this is the same judge who made a ruling in a motion saying that you cannot refer to the victims as, as victims, but you can refer to the victims as arsonists and rioters. Even the one that survived. By the way, nobody's been charged with anything like that, but you can refer to those who are dead as criminal, but you cannot refer to them as victims because it somehow just biases the jury against this poor young white killer, Kyle Rittenhouse. Okay, this is the judge you're dealing with. Um, the judge had another outburst because the prosecutor was trying to introduce relevant evidence. Here it is. I didn't admit it in this case because to me, what I've heard in this trial, and by the way, Mr. Richards absolutely correctly points out that just hours ago, I said I had heard nothing in this trial to change any of my rulings. So why? Testimony, Your Honor. Pardon me? That was before the testimony. Don't get brazen with me. Uh, uh, you knew very well. You know very well that an attorney can't go into these types of areas when the judge has already ruled without asking outside the presence of the jury to do so. So don't give me that. I mean, damn, the judge is treating the prosecutor like the killer, treating Rittenhouse like he's a clerk of the court. What in the hell is going on here? I mean, he had none of that energy for the killer that's on the stand who's crying his crocodile tears on cue. So now the judge does not want particular information introduced in front of the jury. We know exactly what he did not want the jury to be made aware of. Here it is. It looks like one of them has a weapon. She 
Yeah, see, the judge did not want you to hear that. The judge did not want the jury in particular to hear that. This happened days before the fatal shootings. Rittenhouse and his friend were in a car watching people leave a CVS store across the street. Rittenhouse apparently believed the people leaving the store had robbed and maybe shoplifted. Okay, that was his personal belief. He's entitled to that. Then Rittenhouse said something quite telling. He said, and I quote, I wish I had my AR. I'd fire some rounds at them. See, that's called murder. If you shoot someone for shoplifting, that's murder. That is murder. And the prosecution wanted to introduce this evidence as prior acts to prove a pattern and also to prove state of mind. Great, that is allowable. But in the judicial system, judges have wide discretion as it relates to these items, very wide discretion. Okay, uh, let me break this part down because I think it's very important, okay? There are people saying, well, this is all about self-defense. And if you can simply prove self-defense, Kyle Rittenhouse goes home. I don't think the prosecution has done a great job presenting the case, that's my personal belief. But let me remind you of something, Kyle Rittenhouse unlawfully had a firearm. Let's start there. You don't get to walk around with an unlawful firearm and be an unlawful individual having a firearm. And if somebody tries to lawfully disarm you, you kill them and scream self-defense. It does not work that way. So months ago, Binger, who is the prosecutor, sought to introduce the video as evidence of other acts that he said showed Rittenhouse's state of mind, his willingness or desire to use deadly force to protect property without full information. Schroeder, the judge, said he was strongly leaning toward not allowing it. Oh, that's just too prejudicial. Under Wisconsin statutes, let me remind everyone of this, it's an important dynamic. Under Wisconsin statutes, that say anyone under 18 who goes armed with any deadly weapon is already guilty of a class A misdemeanor period. Kyle Rittenhouse was 17, was not old enough to legally carry the assault style rifle he had. Rittenhouse could also be in violation of a gun within a gun free zone. Another legal violation if there was one covering for instance, a school nearby. Also Illinois law requires anyone, no exception, Anyone who owns any kind of firearm in that state to have what's called a firearm owner's identification card. But that is only available to someone 21 years of age or older, another violation of law. The friend of this killer, Kyle Rittenhouse, his name is Dominic Black. Mr. Black was carrying his own semi-automatic rifle in Kenosha that same night. Mr. Black testified that he used Mr. Rittenhouse's money to buy a comparable rifle for him at a hardware store in Northern Wisconsin, May of 2020. When Mr. Black was 18, but Mr. Rittenhouse was underage. Guess what happened to Mr. Black? Mr. Black is now charged with two felonies 
because he provided the gun to the underage Mr. Rittenhouse. So you mean to tell me that it's illegal to give Rittenhouse a gun, but it's legal for Rittenhouse to kill two people and try to kill a third with that same gun. I'm not following the logic here. And the prosecution needs to step up their aggression because that's the case to make it a home run. Kyle Rittenhouse was an unlawful individual with a firearm unlawfully, period. He created the entire circumstance that led to the murder of two people and attempted murder of the third. Not complex here, but the judge is not doing the prosecution any favors. Senator Turner, your thoughts. They need you first of all on that team, <laughs> just right off the bat. That'll, that'll clear that right up because you know they need somebody with your chutzpah to go head to head <laughs> with that judge. Judge acting like a Rittenhouse is his son. Yeah. I mean, that's how we acting and you right. Academy Award winning performance, turned to the judge. Judge said, let's go on, it's time for a recess anyway, let's go on recess. But as you lay it out, Rittenhouse was looking for what happened that night. And unfortunately, because he was looking for trouble, he found trouble and he caused trouble in the lives of many people, especially the families of the people who were killed. This is, it just doesn't, well, I won't say it don't make sense. This is a pattern in the legal system. And so when we talk about systemic issues that need to be changed within the justice system, this is yet one more example. It reminds me of, of what happened when the church was shot up, shot up or, or the people in the church were shot. And they take this roof and take them to Burger King. I mean, they're treating these people as if they're not the criminals. They are, in fact, the criminals. Rittenhouse is a criminal. You already laid out several charges that should be pending against him right now, even before the murder charges. Yeah, and uh, and thank you for that. And also to note, it is illegal in Wisconsin under Wisconsin law to use deadly force in the protection of someone else's property. That's another statutory violation of Rittenhouse. Uh, let me and take God, you they, to they acting like they were playing a video game in, in yeah. some way. The way he was, you know, I was I rewatched the video of him walking through the crowd. I mean, in some way, they acting like they were playing a video game or something. That there was not going to be a real consequence for their actions. Yep, and listen. They may have been right, Senator, and that's the irony and the sadness of it all. Let me take you to somebody else who thought they were above the law. Uh, Iowa State Trooper has been arrested, now facing time for a violent arrest. Let me take you to the video, here it is. Oh. 
Let me give you some important background to this. Um, an Iowa State Trooper has been indicted for using excessive force on a mo motorist. This arrest actually happened in 2017, everything is coming to light now. Um, Robert James Smith pulled over a motorcyclist, exited his vehicle with his gun drawn as the man's hands were up. The cop then bashes the motorcyclist over his bike, which falls and the officer then drags him to the ground where he bashed a man's head into the concrete. And then after that placed his knee on the man's neck. On Tuesday, November 16th, 2021, Smith is scheduled to appear in court for indictment charges for violating Bruce Yakish's right to, uh, to be free from the use of unreasonable force by a law enforcement officer, which led to bodily injury and from willfully depriving his right to be free from unreasonable seizure. Uh, the state settled a lawsuit, alleged Smith falsely arrested Yakish and then lied about what happened. That's according to the complaint, all right? Uh, Smith said that Mr. Yakish did resist arrest. Uh, for you, a routine traffic stop, you saw nothing of the sort on that video. The report said Yakish lost his license because of the arrest. His motorcycle was impounded uh, and he spent the night in jail. The report said the state paid out 225,000 for the incident. Uh, that's according to the Gazette. This isn't the first time using uh, excessive force, <clears throat> excuse me, for this cop. An Iowa woman also made an allegation about the same cop using excessive force during an arrest. Smith has now resigned from the Iowa Highway Patrol. Remember, corrupt cops cost you money. Corrupt cops cost you money every single time. It's bad for the ecosystem of government. It's bad for the taxpayers, bad for everybody, right? Cedartown Sheriff Warring Wethington released the video in 2019 after announcing he would no longer book any suspects arrested by Trooper Smith at his jail because he could not vouch for the officer's credibility. Prosecutors also dismissed several cases brought by Smith saying he was no longer a credible <coughs> witness. What do you see here, Senator? So glad his pattern of misdeeds have finally caught up mm -hmm. with him. Finally, finally caught up with him. You know, in some of my conversations with Attorney General Keith Ellison talks about what some of the ways that we got to clean up police departments all over this country, law enforcement facilities all over this country. One is getting rid of bad cops and the yep. other one is prosecuting criminal type cops. That's right. And everything else he said is, is icing on the cake, you know, the program and the training, all of that stuff. That's the extra stuff, but to get rid of people like this particular law enforcement officer, I am really happy that justice is being served in this case and his misdeeds have finally caught up with him. Very well said. Now let me take you to a sad story. This is in DeKalb County, Georgia, a one year old kid. Let's put up the kid's picture, the baby, Blaze Barnett has been kidnapped, okay? It's been more than 24 hours since someone stole an SUV with the one year old Blaze Barnett in the back seat. 
The kidnapping happened around 1 a.m. on Wednesday outside the family's apartment home on Montreal Road in Clarkston, Georgia. The family told Channel 2 Action News that they were taking in groceries when someone jumped in their Ford Explorer and drove off. Blaze's mother, Deanna Bray, said the SUV theft happened in just 30 seconds. She said, and I quote, we got home maybe around 1 or 106, 110 maybe. We dropped our nephew at the house and the stuff that he and the stuff that we had and we came back outside to get my baby. So they take one kid in to come back to get the baby. But as we came back outside, the car wasn't out there and he wasn't here. Bray said the SUV wasn't running, it was unlocked because He was doing a quick trip, so it wasn't like he was in the house for too long, but the keys weren't in the ignition at all. It was in the cup holder. The missing SUV was found. They found the missing SUV after doing a search. This was near Brandon Hills condos located off of Memorial College Avenue, which is about a mile and a half from the home. The little boy in the car seat were missing from the scene. And the SUV has been taken to the GBI, Georgia Bureau of Investigations, to process evidence. Blaze was last seen wearing a green tank top with dinosaur print, a diaper, and a blanket wrapped around his bottom half. His family is extremely worried about him staying warm in the cold temperatures. Let's put up his picture again. I want you to remember what he looks like. Okay, because that child is out there somewhere. Law enforcement agencies, including the FBI, they are working on this. Here's the number to call if you have any information about this one year old child. If you see this child and knowing any information, you are asked to call the Clarkston police. Their number is 404 557 8956. And I want to remind everyone that the longer the missing remain missing, the lower the chances are for law enforcement to solve the crime. That's just based on statistical data of crime solved rates for missing children, okay? Uh, Senator Turner, I thought it was important to highlight this story um, because it needs to be national news, there needs to be national attention. And right now it is a very local story. Yeah, I'm so glad you did doc, just gut wrenching in every single way. Yeah, all right. We got more on the other side, it's indisputable stick and stay. We got a lot of show left, let me remind you of a few things because they are important, all right? Memberships, right? Memberships right here at TYT, you are part of the change machine. TYT sustains its power because of you, you are the Young Turks. You empower us to fight for positive change in the world. By becoming a TYT member, you'll be part of a change machine that will not stop until we have the world that we desire, okay? Um, Go right now to tyt.com forward slash change, tyt.com forward slash change. Don't forget power hour tonight, catch an all new power hour with none other than the superhero. Senator Nina Turner, all right? It's live for members after the Young Turks 8 p.m. Eastern time, 5 p.m. Pacific time. 
Um, sign up to watch the show and support TYT at tyt.com forward slash join. All right, make that happen. Uh, and don't forget <clears throat> content creators, we're talking to you, all right? If you can write, produce, host, edit, short form editorial videos on breaking news and political stories with a progressive point of view, well, we're interested. We would love for you to apply right now at tyt.com forward slash careers. That's tyt.com forward slash careers. Let's go to some of these comments. Uh, TOT member uh, Mickey C. The Silverhead Dragon says, skip the Oscars, Dr. Ritchie. Several prominent acting coaches have already pointed out the flaws in Kyle's performance. Several tells that it's poor acting. I'm not a professional, but I've seen better acting in a second grade play. I have to concur actually. Um, ice cream and cake and cake. Why did you put that thought in my mind? Damn. All right, I don't understand how that video is not relevant. This judge is so clearly biased. Yep, clearly biased. I mean, he's not giving the business a little bit to the prosecution, a little bit to the defense. He's giving all the business to the prosecutor. I mean, all of his energy, his aggression to the prosecutor. Uh, Eric the Red, uh, so this is uh, four years old, so I wonder if there's a statute of limitations on these crimes. How many cops get away with this when it takes so long for the truth to come out in this case? Kyle Rittenhouse uh, actually says, I would laugh as a juror, uh, that's why I can never be one. <laughs> yeah, Raja Harris, um, thank you, uh, what's good Dr. Rashad? By law, is there anything that can be done about the clearly biased racist judge? We love you, brother, and I love you back. Typically, each state has what's called a judicial review board or judicial qualifying commission, but there's some judicial oversight entity, and they have different rules for different states. Typically, if something is within the jurisdiction or the authority or discretion of a judge, the answer is no. Remember, judges can actually violate the law in their rulings. Let me say that again, judges can violate the law in their rulings and nothing punitive will happen to them. That's why you have an entire court to undo illegal rulings. It's called a court of appeals, all right? Bernie the Kiwi Dragon, I have to agree with Senator Turner. Hashtag hello somebody, Dr. Ritchie, were, uh, were you on the prosecutor's team? You would have single-handedly kept that sorry excuse for a judge on his toes. Oh, he would have been mad at me. He would have been real pissed at me. Jury would not have because they see I'm fighting for justice here. Forbesilla, hey doc, love to get a shout out by you for my birthday today. Thank you for continuing to spit straight truth. For Forbesilla, thank you for listening and happy freaking birthday to you. All right, child please stop says, I love you. Just please no more crazy Republican guests. <laughs> I'm so sorry, I can't guarantee that. Brian Taylor, um, and let me say this before I read Brian's comment. I don't know they're crazy as hell before they come on the show. And let me tell you why. When I say I don't want to presume what you know or believe, I don't try to interview them, do some kind of prerequisite conversation. I don't tell them what they can or cannot say. I don't do any of that. So what you see is what you get, right? And if they come out the gate and you know they're a little off, hey, so be it. We'll deal with it, okay? As a family, we'll deal with it. Uh, Brian Taylor says, I'm here every day. I love your content. I appreciate the stances you take. Bravo, Dr. Richard. Thank you. We appreciate you. Uh, Twitch. 
Uh, Jax Drax says, this monster can only fake compassion badly. Yep, um, I think this is Dring, Dringer Dragon. That was a sneezing fit, not crying. I, it did seem like an allergic reaction to something, didn't it? Yeah, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> I wish a Karen would. You want to call the police on them for having a barbecue on a Sunday? You're gonna feel free. Back off! I'm gonna tell them there's an African American man threatening my life. LAPD, help me. Can you get these to work? Seriously. Can you whip these slaves into submission and get these slaves to do their jobs? So this person, this individual is racist and live streams about her racism. I mean, she wants to be famous for being racist. You know what we do here. We try to make sure people can reach their goals, dreams and desires. So we're gonna make sure that she's very famous for being racist, okay? Um, she decided to live stream this. Her name is Trisha Licious. She has multiple racist rants um, against black people. Um, there's more, Karen was caught on live stream committing some other atrocious acts. I need you to really pay attention to the background of what's happening on this video. Here it is. What is your problem? It's terrible. You're supposed to go downstairs, get in here. I told you. Who told you to Now this horrible individual was live streaming the person who is supposed to be her friend. Obviously I use that term light, uh, lightly and loosely uh, is autistic, okay? And you saw physical assault happen when he came back into the home and she left her live stream in order to be physically abusive, utilizing homophobic slurs and calling him the N word. Now I'm highlighting this person because I want her to see how ugly she is. And I also want other people to see how ugly she is. Uh, this is an ugly, ugly person. And you know I'm talking about what's on the inside. How dare you? So maybe exposure would change something about either her demeanor or maybe the people around her. Because if this is how your friend treats you, this is no friend to you at all. Senator, what are your thoughts on this one? She's a sick individual, really, and I thank God I don't condone violence because I'm telling you, I'm thinking all kinds of things. Mm -hmm. She's a sick, racist individual, and to also do that to an autistic person, Trisha, Trish, what's her name? Trisha Licious. Trisha Licious is what she calls herself. Yeah, Trisha Vicious is what she is, and yeah. she needs to be in jail. And I hope that that person files charges against her, and if they're not old enough, that somebody 
that is older will file charges on their behalf. That is abuse, it is assault yep. and she needs to be in jail. Very simple, all right, teenagers, you know my thoughts about kids doing racist things. Well, they are beginners, they have to learn it from somewhere. Somebody taught them, okay, somebody coaches them, guides them. Teenagers dressed as KKK members for Halloween and decided to actually commit a hate crime. I kid you not, three high school students in Texas dressed like the Ku Klux Clowns and decided to attack a black teen with a taser. Now you have to understand why I'm blaming the parents here. Who do you think allowed them to walk out of the house with a KKK costume? Who do you think did that? Hmm? Here's the background, Matt Manning, an attorney who represents the victim, said the incident occurred in Woodsboro on October 31st. Manning wrote on Facebook that he was infuriated because I learned from multiple sources that another even younger victim was terrorized by these depraved menaces that same night. Furthermore, the three young men who perpetrated these crimes were apparently still allowed to play in Friday night's Eagle football game against Fall City, Manning wrote. We are demanding an explanation from the Woodsboro high school administration and athletic department on how three players could commit an act of terror, hate and injury. Surely known by coaches and administration to have occurred, yet still be afforded the privilege to play football. It is abhorrent, indefensible and inexcusable and we demand answers. Let's put up a picture of the KKK outfits. Again, Manning declined to release the identities of the three suspects. Um, just imagine if you were walking around as a kid, as a black kid, and you saw this, right? I mean, not to that extreme, but you saw others in KKK outfits, costumes, whatever you wanna call it. Imagine that, and then they start attacking you. This is happening now, right now. Uh, Manning declined to release the identities of the three suspects. Um, or his client because they are all minors. Uh, the Woodsboro School District issued a statement saying officials, and catch this, cannot discipline the suspects because the conduct occurred off campus. However, the district said it is cooperating with law enforcement investigation. Now the district is lying to you, that's a damn lie. The district does have the ability to regulate behavior that has created disruption in school, even if it occurred outside of the school or outside of school hours. I would dare say that having something like this happen outside of the school has caused a disruption inside of the school. The district is lying to you. Okay, uh, Nina, what are your thoughts here? Yeah, amen to that doc, you took the words right out of my mouth. And I tell you what, even if I didn't, I would until somebody stopped me. Yeah, And the parents, the school, the coaches, everybody, some heads should roll on this. And the fact that they were able to play in a football game after they're terrorizing. And another thing, you know what? This is just a not just practicing, but reminiscent of what happened during lynchings. Cuz yep. the whole damn community was around men, women, and they brought their children. 
and they took pictures and sold those pictures as postcards. So new day, same stuff. So people don't act like you're shocked and outraged because this has been happening in this country for a very long time and a stop must come. I'm telling you, if I was in control, I'd make some examples of some folks. They probably yeah, have to try to get folks. me out of jail. <laughs> whole lot of folks. And remember, Senator, they want us to believe that critical race theory, which is not taught in K through 12 education, is the great evil destroying our American educational system. That's what they want you to believe. That's what All they right. want us to believe. We got more is indisputable, stick and stay. All right, welcome back. Let's get to some of these amazing comments. TYT member Just Be Anti-Racist says, sounds like there was a baby in the house. She needs to have that child removed from the house as well. Yep, this is about the Texas teens. Grilled hot dog says, to no one's surprise, it happened in Texas. I mean, really, you can almost listen to a story and say, that's Texas, that's Florida. That's Texas, that's Florida. Uh, Super chat, racist Karen. Uh, Bernie the Kiwi Dragon says, this is domestic violence arrest her. Texas teens. Uh, the uh, uh, Darvish says, the culture of white supremacy gets passed down through generations to maintain supremacy. That's right. Ab Happy says, the parents should be arrested for the kiddos in the KKK costumes. Yeah. Uh, Nana Nikki says, School districts can suspend and or bar these kids from all extracurricular activities. Plus, I suggest posting their names to bar from scholarships. It should it should be in a profile, right? A behavioral profile internal to the institution. Um, Twitch, racist Karen Fidelinero says, soon she'll be running for office. In this environment, yeah, Hayden Whiskey. Will one of you nice dragons find, a way, find out where she lives and call the cops on her, please? All right, Gal for 71, these teens should be tried as adults and their parents along with them for hate crimes. Whoa, all right, Phoenix 32778, these kids need to be educated and punished and with the parents and the parents need to have their children taken away and they should be locked, should be locked, yo, maybe locked up, okay. I'm gonna try to get through this story, okay? Uh, A 10 year old artistic young lady committed suicide. Let's put up a picture. Her name is Courtney Tanner. The death of a 10 year old black girl by suicide has led family and community members to demand a response from her Utah school district where they say her concerns about bullying were completely ignored. Let me show you a a screenshot of the family. The family is destroyed, they're distraught, they're done, emotionally bankrupt, okay? Let me give you very important background as to what happened to little Courtney. The girl's mom, her name is Brittany Tishner Cox, said Monday that she had reached out to the Davis School District several times to talk about Isabella, known as Izzy, was being treated by both classmates and her teachers, mistreatment. 
by both of them. We just did a damn story on this. Different state, different school, same issue. Through tears, Tishna Cox recounted that the intense abuse of her daughter for being black and autistic was allowed to continue without intervention. Oh, It gets deeper, even though my baby is gone, she says, I'm going to make sure I stand for Izzy. Tishna Cox said with sobs shaking her small frame. I will never get to see her again, I will never. She has, she was 10 years old, she was only 10. She said before burying her face on the table during a news conference. Izzy, who was in the fifth grade, died on Saturday. Her mom, aunt and grandmother spoke out Monday along with several in the black community in Utah about the tragedy, which they see as a part of a larger pattern of harassment and discrimination. We have been able to note that pattern right here on Indisputable. Izzy's death comes about two weeks after the US Department of Justice issued a scathing report from a lengthy investigation into the what? The Davis School District's serious mishandling of reports of racism. The same school system was under federal review for mishandling claims of racism. Investigators found that the district administrators, we're talking about grown folks, the district administrators intentionally ignored serious and widespread racial harassment in its schools for years, failing to respond to hundreds of reports. From black students after they had, after they had been called slaves, the N word, and heard threats that they would be lynched. Put up a picture. She's dead. She killed herself. To anyone that sees this video, disagree with me politically. Vote for Trump if you want to. But you can't keep saying that systemic racism isn't real. You can't keep saying that. These children are killing themselves. This is one issue we should at least all agree on. This one, this one right here. I do apologize. Very unprofessional. If you know someone who is at risk for self harm, I want you to make sure that you have at least one opportunity, one lifeline available. The National Suicide Prevention Lifeline does provide 24 hour support. 1 800 273. 8255. Senator Turner, I'm just done. I'm emotionally done. Tell us your thoughts about this. Yeah, Doc, you don't have to apologize. You know, this is all kinds of effed up. And for reasons, you know, I can't say the word, but this is all kinds of effed up. Izzy may have died by her own hands, but they killed her. Yeah. That school district killed her. 
those teachers who ignored the pleas of her mama killed her and those kids involved killed her and they parents killed her too. Cuz there was no way in my mama's house if she had found out that her kids were acting out like that, that my mama wouldn't snatch us up. See, mamas used to snatch you up. Yeah. Cuz they don't want they that kind of behavior would not be tolerated. And if a 10-year-old seeks to take their own life, that means we got a problem. She only been on this earth 10 short years. We have a problem. The collective we had a problem. So I'm gonna say something. Whoever the superintendent of that district, they need to resign. That principal need to resign. All of them teachers involved need to go. Yeah. And start this thing all over again. And and the feds need to get on up in there and stay up in there. And the state too, because obviously this particular school district should not be under under the control of the folks that's controlling it. And my my heart goes out. It's gut wrenching for a parent to have to bury their own child, and especially after only being on, being on this earth in for ten years. So mm-hmm. I'm telling you, there should be some real consequences for this one. No no playing games, slaves yeah. lynching. They picking up these patterns and these behaviors because this is part of what America is. That's right. And that's what we're trying to dissect. That's what we're trying to unravel. And it would be helpful if people would at least engage in good faith debate and discussion rather than political talking points when we have our babies literally committing suicide because America is in fact racist. It is racist. But you remember Tim Scott. After the, yeah. the, what was the State of the Union, he gonna say this country ain't racist. And then he was co-signed, let us not forget, mm-hmm. by both the President and the Vice President yep. of the United States of America, co-signed what this brother said, knowing it's exactly. a lie. That's right, that's right. Here's another example of privilege working in the system, um, literally, There's a woman who gets probation and community service after trying to run down black mothers and children while shouting racial slurs. She attempted to commit vehicular homicide. She was trying to kill them. Let's put up a picture. Her name is Rhonda Wozniak, a white woman in Massachusetts. She has now pleaded guilty to driving her core towards and nearly hitting three black women and their five children, all while screaming racist remarks at them and telling them, and I quote, go back to where they came from. This happened July 2020. Rhonda Wozniak, 61, drove her Ford Escape and three black women and their five children as they We're walking through the Cookie Monster parking lot. This was in Massachusetts, Swamp Scott to be exact, nearly hitting all of them. When one of the women asked her to slow down, Wozniak, who was white, shouted racial slurs at them and told them to go back to where they belong, according to court documents. One of the children asked their mother, where do we belong? Uh, The children are from five to 12, by the way. Wozniak, after doing all of this, trying to run them off the road, shouting racial slurs, pleaded guilty to eight counts of a civil rights violation and eight counts of assault with a dangerous weapon, meaning her car, in the Land District Court on Tuesday. Prosecutors recommended probation for one year. That's a misdemeanor. Probation for one year. And 100 hours of community service 
while the defense requested that the case be continued without a finding for six months. And the judge sentenced Wozniak to nine months of probation, 40 hours of community service. Damn, no time in jail. I mean, she got a lighter sentence than what they were requesting from the judge. So you see how everything is working hand in glove for Ms. Wozniak? Guarantee you, other way around, you have a black woman in that car trying to run over some white people and their white children. This would not be the sentence. I guarantee you that. Senator, what are your thoughts? Hey, amen to what you just said, Doc. Again, double standards, quadruple standards in this country, repeating itself over and over again. She's a thug. She's a thug, a hoodlum, a criminal, and she needs to do time in jail. There's a disturbing trend happening in schools. And remember, these students are a reflection of their parents. Here's the video. Rot in hell, you made them leave. You dark ass, you dark ass chocolate bar. Get the out of here. No, I'm not trying to get anybody. Can nobody like? No one likes it. Nobody likes them. No one likes them. Kill yourself right this time. Do it right. So this is already out in the public light, <clears throat> so we're running it as is, okay? Uh, this video shows two Minnesota high school uh, girls responding to the news of a black classmate's attempted suicide. That's what they're responding to, okay? Telling her to do it right next time, calling her the N-word, telling her nobody likes the N-word, right? Uh, the girls involved in the message were identified as Jaden Cooley uh, and Jalen Crooks. Uh, when the girls say you made them leave, they were referencing two of their friends being transferred from school due to their racism being exposed online. And they decided to blame the teens for that. Um, the girl they targeted, um, her name is Naya, okay? Uh, this is one of the saddest things, but it's not the saddest, right? Because we just covered a story of another young girl going through that same issue, killing herself. So let, let's stop this from happening on this one, right? Let's support Naya. Let's let Naya know she is loved, she is respected, she is honored, she is supported. There's an entire village out here. There's an entire support system out here just waiting for her to connect, okay? The people like that, Naya, those are the people who are ignorant. They cannot stop your success, they cannot stop your light. You have to go beyond them, go past them, move beyond them. Do not allow their comments to stick to you. Let these comments stick to you. You can be 
Whatever you wanna be, you are strong, you are powerful, you are brilliant. You can do it. Let those words stick to you and your haters cannot define you. Senator Turner, Come on. let you have the last word. Come on, you are young, black and gifted now. Yes. And they jealous of you cuz they ain't you. That's what that's all Come about. On. And on all top of that, that, there needs to be again, some consequences and repercussions. I feel like I gotta say this every time that we are together. Minnesota, you got a problem and you need to deal with it. When I came across that on Sean King's feed, oh yeah. my God, I had to stop it. I couldn't continue to watch it. Yep. And now I, I could not continue to watch that. That, that girl and her friends that are around her, he he in it, they sick. And they doing that now at that age, they'll be doing if they don't put a stop to it. They'll be doing it in their 20s, their 30s, their 40s, their 50s. They'll be like that 61 year old we just talked mm-hmm. about a, 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 like a less than 60 seconds ago. Doc, we over this foolishness. Yeah, It's a sickness in this country and it must be dealt with. That's why we're, we highlight these important stories. It's not easy. And I gotta tell everyone, damn it, it is not easy for me to do these stories in our production meetings when we decide to do these stories, we are intentional about telling you the truth no matter how much it hurts, okay? So I hope you all can appreciate that. Senator Turner, always a pleasure having you on Indisputable. Thank you, sister. Thank you, Doc, for what you do. Absolutely. Welcome to Indisputable. I'm your host, Dr. Rashad Richard. We got a lot happening today. And what do we do on this show? We tell the truth. You know why we tell the truth? Because the truth is simply indisputable. Rashad, great to be here. Congratulations on the new show. And I gotta let everybody know that Rashad and I go way back. People still need health care, so I won't stop. People still need criminal justice systems reform throughout this country, so I won't stop. And you won't stop either.